We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 194. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the Tranquil Week Podcast. And let me tell you, there's nothing going on weather-wise, so we're probably, this is probably going to be one of our shorter podcasts, which is fine. It's late. Well, it's late, but it's like there's nothing to talk about. I mean, there's nothing in the tropics, so we don't have that segment. We don't have the birds, so there's nothing. It's too warm. It's warm. For my likings. You, you know, it has been warm. We've been above average. Yeah. Yeah, except and, today. And that's going to continue. It's yeah. cold on Thanksgiving, though. Well, we had a dry cold front come through last night, and that kind of knocked temperatures back down. But tomorrow, bam, we're right back up in the 60s again. I was yeah. very appreciative of that cold weather on Thanksgiving, though. Why? <clears throat> His grandparents. God love them. Their house is 5,000 degrees. Oh. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> okay. You get all those bodies in there, and then they turn on their furnace. and. My mom keeps her house pretty warm, breathe. too. <laughs> like, you can't breathe. I literally pulled a chair over to their sliding glass doors that go out onto the patio, and I cracked oh. the door and sat right there for a couple hours just trying to somewhat cool down. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that happens. Like, I, I have to pack shorts and T-shirts for my kids. When they're there, they can't wear winter yeah. clothes because well, they'll die. I mean, I go to my mom's. I mean, now, mom's house isn't isn't that hot. I mean, it's a little warmer. It feels really good, actually. And it's I go good there. when you walk in from outside, but yeah. two and seconds she's later, in there, She's sweating. got a sweatshirt on. I'm like, are you cold? It's like, no, well, they're I'm both on blood thinners. Oh. I mean, they're, they're elderly, but they're also on blood thinners. So, so that would make I get them it. colder. Cold. Yeah. Mom's not, though. <laughs> That's probably why her house is only like two and a half thousand degrees instead of 5,000. Now, when they're there by themselves... <laughs> Oh, they crank you, it? Oh, yeah. You try to go talk to them and sit on the couch, and you'll just literally die. Oh, my gosh. In the weird. summer, they don't turn the air on. And, well, they I don't mean, need to, right? It's usually cooler outside than it is in the house. Exactly. Now, speaking of that Thanksgiving, yes, this is our post-Thanksgiving uh broadcast now now what happened did you guys go you went to miami right yes. on on thanksgiving day or did you have to work Corey? we left wednesday night and stayed all day oh Thursday. so you did okay yep. oh, okay and and came but you had to when would you go back like friday friday right. morning you oh, had to crap. be crap so you to, had to he come had to be right there back. like nine he had to be there early friday morning oh my gosh yeah. so we left when he got off work wednesday night <laughs> in the rain and the lightning Yes, oh, that's right. With that cold front. Now, that cold front had some some moisture with it. A little bit. Which I was surprised. And I saw it, it the entire drive. Oh, that, it yeah. It wasn't a horrible hard rain, though. It was but what was patchy. Cool, it was like patchy. What was cool, though, rain. is because I, I was in a show. No, no, this Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday night I was in a show. And then uh, Corey was texting me 
uh, where your location was in relationship to radar, and it was pouring. Yeah, absolutely. Was. And I said, "Well, watch out for lightning," because at that time that you sent me that, the only lightning I saw was around Venita, Oklahoma. Yeah, we were seeing it way off in the distance. Well, it started moving east, and it we we it was lightning like two miles from the car. We and we could hear the thunderclaps as we were driving. No way. That's pretty cool. Oh, wow. That's almost spring light. Well, you know, wow. the Storm Prediction Center did say it, it wasn't even a marginal. I mean, there wasn't any risk for hail or wind or anything, but they did have a general thunder there. I don't think it really did anything here in Branson. I huh. mean, well, it stayed, everything kind of stayed towards the Springfield, kind of the plateau yeah. area, whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, I personally didn't do much. Uh, we we didn't make a big deal out of out of Thanksgiving. I went to mom's on Thanksgiving. We had a little uh, pork roast and you know, some stuff, and then I came home and I did laundry and I put my tree up because you didn't have turkey. Nah, eh, turkey's just yeah, whatever. But ham for Christmas. Yeah. Well, we had ham <coughs> for Thanksgiving too. We have both. We do turkey and ham. I like either. I mean, I have ham, like the deli ham for my ham sandwiches, or not ham, uh, turkey, like sliced turkey for my turkey sandwiches for lunch. So, you know, we're we're not. Now, you did, now Corey, you were going to cook two birds, right? Or did you just cook one bird? We didn't cook any birds. I didn't birds cook anything this year. That oh, was last year. That was, oh, last, that was year. last year. We just showed up. Because <laughs> I remember talking about it last week. Okay. Yeah. So this year, you guys just showed up. We made fried green beans in the air fryer. <laughs> they were good. They're always a hey, hit. Hey, and they were a hit. Okay, we how, put them out as an appetizer, and people snack on them when they're starving and waiting on the meal to be How good. do you do that? I mean, you buy fried green beans and yeah, put them in the a, air fryer. At, at Country Mart in the frozen food section, there's something called crispy green beans. You throw it's them in the air fryer eye, for it? six minutes, and that's that. Isn't it Bird's Eye brand? And that's yeah. it. Yeah. It's Bird's Eye. That's I mean, it. I don't know how you make your own. I, I mean, I guess you could just buy green beans and dip them in some egg and flour. I don't know, but. They're good. You dip them in some ranch dressing. Mm. Ooh, you know, anything dipped in ranch oh, dressing yeah. is good. And he makes his own. Like, we don't, like, have a bottle of ranch. Oh, you do? Really? My mom like... makes her own stuff. How do you how do you do yours? You go, go to the ranch. I don't make. Well. We don't make it. <laughs> but he no, uses a powder mix that's a lot of mayonnaise and <laughs> right. milk. and yeah. Buttermilk or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mom makes hers. She loves it. it. It's really good. I like my ranch dressing runny. Like a little thinner? And I don't like it. Sour, you know how some will have a they real have a little, like a tart. Yeah, a real punch to them. I yeah. like it kind of on the sweeter side, and this is that. I kind of like it. I'm opposite of you. I kind of like it a little, little thicker and just a little bit of tang. And I don't even mind if it's thicker as long as it's still not that really tart. Oh, so you don't like tart stuff then? Not, not my food. Like maybe candy. <laughs> I like <laughs> sweet <you> tarts. <laughs> <coughs> I don't eat sweet tarts anymore because I, I made myself extremely sick on them many, 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 many years ago. It's like I've never liked them. Oh, so. I used to love sweet tarts. Well, I used to, always well, I used to until I made myself sick. It's like, no, I mean, no, no. I still like them. If I eat them, I just don't buy them <laughs> Well, uh, like Corey referenced to a while ago, I mean, there is no moisture in the atmosphere. I mean, we've, we're having dry cold fronts now come through. It's knocking the temperature down, but I mean, it's, it's just pumping right back up again. Uh, today, I think, what was the high to like 50 something? I mean, mid fifties. Yeah. It was not that warm, but it wasn't cold either. I mean, yeah. And it wasn't windy. I mean, the winds were from the North, but it wasn't really windy. Yeah. It wasn't gusty. 
Today our high was 57.4. 50, okay, 50, 57.4. And our low was 31.6. Ooh, just barely under, under Which that. is the current temperature. Oh, we're 31 now? Yeah. Really? Because I just I just pulled up the National Weather Service at the Branson Airport's 39. But, you know, they're seven miles south and up on top of a hill. Mm-hmm. But the current forecast, I mean, check this out. Monday, sunny, high 66. Tuesday, high, sunny, high 66. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high 65. Thursday, 71. We're getting back. This is the end of, no, Thursday, that's December 2nd. Wow. We're going to hit 71. Well, I think, personally, I think it's going to be a little higher than that. That's just me. It usually is. <laughs> they kind of undercut that kind of thing. Yeah, but again, a cold front is coming through Friday night. It's dry. Forecast is mostly clear, and Saturday is sunny with the high 56. So we're going to drop, uh, what is that, four, 14 degrees for a high? Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday's high 70, Saturday's high is 56. I have a tickle in my throat, so I apologize for coughing. <clears throat> I don't know why. I'm not sick. So anyway, that's uh, that for the weekend. Okay, I want to talk about the GFS just a little bit uh, before I get a little bit of hype uh, hype for the for the hypers. Uh, the GFS, uh, it's, it's kind of gone back to saying something could happen between December 7th and 8th. Um, here's the problem with that. It's been dry, and now it's bringing something back. Uh, there's been chatter about it. Um, we're not saying it's not going to happen, but it's 240 hours out and no other model that, that I have right now can access it because the Canadian only goes out 240 hours. So starting tomorrow, the Canadian is going to start latching onto that. We're going to try to see what's going on. We're not talking about snow. It looks like what the GFS is saying now is the snow is going to be mostly north of us, like north of I-44. Um, so, you know, that's what, – what is that, Corey? We put into something to watch or, or eye candy. It's eye candy at this point. I don't even call it that at this y- point. You don't? No. Okay. I don't, I don't do eye candy and something in the gander at with, with winter weather, only summer yeah, weather. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's good point. Yeah, yeah because you, you never know. You that, never know with winter that stuff. That one degree difference can make the whole <laughs> the whole difference in the entire world. So, yeah, you're right. So that's just something we're going to keep our eye on to see if it trends. Uh, like I said before, the past few runs of the GFS have pretty much said nothing I mean, it said something, and then it said nothing for several runs. Now it's kind of saying something. Eh, we'll start hitting it towards the end of the week if it's something to, you know, look at. I'm not going to bank on it right now. No, I'm not putting throwing my hat on any ring uh, right now. Uh, although the the thermals, uh, when we go through the, you know, look at the temperature, whatever. It does appear there's a chunk, and I've I've seen some other models say this thing on the thermals that it a, a chunk of that Canadian air could be sliding down now mm, don't know GFS generally does fairly good with temperature it does crappy with winter weather uh, so that's something else we're going to be watching it's just kind of waiting to see you know if the other models start latching onto it and see what that that is so well I see all these uh, <coughs> mm-hmm. outlooks through, uh, well, at least December 6th, that says dry and, and way above average. And yeah. that's what it's going to be. Which makes sense. So 
if something comes through on the seventh, so I'm, I'm, I'll be ready for it. Yeah, it's been too warm for me. It, it's been really warm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's great disc golf weather. I mean, <laughs> I haven't I haven't been out except once, but uh, yeah. Um, so, okay, that's something we're gonna just kind of keep our eye on, see about the trends. Uh, have you heard of that big thing some people are advertising about this humongous snowstorm yes. that's going to happen around Christmas? I'm I'm banking on that one. Oh, yeah. you are? You're yeah. pr- pretty confident. I mean, I'm all for it, but <laughs> not me. I'm not buying it. <laughs> not me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you said it really well. That'd be cool. Like, I love snow. No. But no. You guys what? are wrong. What? It would not be cool. It would be the worst thing that could ever happen. Well. Because we couldn't go see our families on well, Christmas. I don't want a massive oh. snowstorm. I just want a little bit of snow. People, well, they people, can have the roads cleared for well that. before. People wish for a big snow. And I don't want a big snow. Once it happens, they kind of regret it, you know. You're exactly right. As long right, as it so. snows in time for them to get the roads cleared, that I can right. get home. Well, how about this? How about like a couple inches? That's not going to disrupt travel. And it's not going to really stick to the road. A couple of inches would be pandemonium. <laughs> around here. Especially around here, Christmas time. An inch it around really here. Would. You know, and I have not seen that. I mean, Sherry, you saw it, right? Didn't you? You said like somebody was posting this. Oh, big... yeah. See, I haven't seen anything yeah, yet. Yeah, there's like a local group, you know, that talk. They're, they're not all locals, but there's a Branson group okay. where they talk about people are talking about coming to Branson and what they're going to do. Ugh. And. Yeah, there was one lady that had said, you know, don't come this week because there's supposed to be, you know, large snow 22nd to 24th. Oh, and I'm like, gosh. whoa, wait, are you? Now, this was last week. Okay. Last... So I was so like. So even further out. Right. But I was like, oh, you, you, are you saying like November 24th or 25th? There's no <laughs> snow anywhere. And she's like, no, for December. I was like, okay, there is no way you can predict snow over a month out. No way. Even a week out, you're still kind of. Up yeah, in the yeah. Air. A week a week out is, is like you know kind of iffy at this point. I don't feel good till it's s- happening. Three days, <laughs> yeah. Three days is a good two, one. Two to three days, and that uh, three days is kind of a stretch in it right now. You know, so right. Like, but but see, the advantage for three days, you pretty much except for the her model, yeah. you've got all the models latched right. onto it. So then you you can really kind of start honing in and say, is this going to happen? But then you've got that little little slot there that could be the bus because if the temperatures just don't get that one or two degrees We've colder so many times i know i know so it's like so it, many days my kids went to bed being yeah, told that there probably would not be school tomorrow it's gonna snow and nothing, nothing. not a not even a drop you just wake up it's like oh okay. everything is normal again we're good butts out of bed yeah the funny part was that she backed herself up by saying well I have a family member that works for MoDOT, and they were told yeah. to be on call. And I'm like, okay. Well, that's fair. That's I fine. I commend MoDOT for seeing that in the future and being prepared. But I'm also not buying that because they are right. so late salting and clearing. Well, it, well, this is what I did last like, week. Like, they when, know a month out, and they still wait till two days later to clear? Well, you know, like 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 one of our friends we talked about last week, it's like he, he messaged us, which we love. And I, I, I always ask... I would love to know your source. You know, right. if it's something consistent and official, okay, I'll kind of, you know, I'll put that in my I'll look something into to, it. Yeah, I'll look into it, kind of see, but if it's some, you know, rando out there that's just, you know, hyping, wow, like that, which uh we don't like rando hype. Well, no. 
<laughs> Except if it's this rando, <laughs> this rando here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because there's one, and I haven't heard from him in quite a while, and, and I'm not going to uh, mention his name, but the acronym is the same as the show about Branson Bell. Uh, I haven't heard... Uh, <laughs> Corey's looking around. I had to think about that. <laughs> I get it yeah. now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to like, you know, call... Sure, call no him. idea what you're talking about. I don't, I don't we're, know we're, this I'll person. Ex- I'll explain it the way I mean, school. I get an acronym, but I yeah. don't know this person. Yeah, so... You know, and we've said it before. We'll say it again. We're, we're going to keep doing it. We're not going to stop talking about this. If you see somebody out there that's promoting something, even three weeks out, that's going to be, you know, gospel. No, it's not. Ask us about it. We're not going to. We'll just tell you if it's something to watch or if it's like, nah, I, you know, just ignore So I it. would love some snow this year, but yes, I would not like it to happen the week of Christmas because we also have a birthday the right. week of You've Christmas. Right, you got stuff, yeah. And we, our family's all in Oklahoma. So no, that's not fun for us. Um, I've actually, we've had our Christmases ruined in the past where, well, one time we just had to take off early, but we didn't beat the weather and we ended up, it took us six hours, six and a half hours to make the two hour drive going 10 on icy roads and it was awful yeah you don't want to be traveling um i mean it's it's happened before to where our you know snow has ruined our plans for christmas but last or earlier this year we Uh had that snow was it february oh the the, january february cold mageddon or whatever it was i mean that was so much fun a whole group of us (laughs) a group of my friends we all took our kids and we all went sledding I'm pretty sure we had more fun than the kids did. Yeah, yeah. y'all look like you're having pretty much fun. And, but we hadn't got to do that in so long. Like my kids oh, have never seen enough snow to sled What's in. What's it been like eight years, Corey, since we've had anything like that? I Jillian mean, was a baby, yeah. and she'll be eight. And well, she'll be eight this month. Wow. And uh. the last snow I remember was when she was one, and she was too that, little yeah, to was sled ton- and tons enjoy of years it. Ago. So, and Griffin had never seen snow. I mean, you know, other than a couple flurries running, but it, right. It was so fun. So fun. We well, went and found a big hill and we spent hours out there just like it wasn't even cold. That was a great part was that, you know, you could stay out and it was nice and sunny and warm. Uh, as long as the sun's out. Well, here's here's something we've got like that's kind of mitigating anything big. Now, I'm saying that loosely in air quotes. You all can say I'm doing air quotes, but the, the podcast people can't. But um, we are going in a La Nina year, which typically... On average, we're not talking about individual fronts and stuff. We're talking about a widespread average tends to be a little warmer and tends to be a little drier. Whether that's going to happen, you know, I say tend doesn't mean it's going to, but I would think that it's more, you know, we could be a little warmer. I don't know. What do you think? Do you have any thoughts on La Nina here? Never met her. Uh, well, you just never know. Yeah. You Where that jet stream's going to be. Last year was a La Nina. We had snow. Wait a minute. Was yes. it, what, it, what was it, was La, it La Nina? It ended in the spring. It, it Okay. Okay. So we were considered La Nina last winter still, but you, we had mild winter, but we had bouts of cold air. A really cold air, exactly, and snow. So you know, you, it's weather. It's, it's yeah. hardly not even worth 
discussing. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, because you just don't know. And, and that could really tomorrow. But that really cold chunk. That was kind of an unusual anomaly. I mean, that's not something that's normal. I mean, that was really unusual for that time of year. So we'll just kind of see. So. <clears throat> so if you are, if you, if you see people hyping stuff out there, let us know and tell us the source. We're not going to go after them. We're just going to tell you if they're credible or if you should just like not whatever. So all we're saying right now, don't cancel your plans if you want to come to Branson and travel in this area right now. Let's wait a couple of weeks and get closer to the Christmas season, and then if something big is going to happen, you bet we are going to be on it, and we're we're gonna we're gonna do it. So, got anything else to add on that subject? I do not. Okay, how about you, Shara? I don't even know what we're talking about. So, okay, uh, well, you're looking for your fun facts. Isn't it? <laughs> well, I think we need to get to the weather school, which I think is very apropos for this. Uh, this week's weather school is why winter weather is difficult to predict, and it will explain all of. <laughs> why they bust it so much. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The National Weather Service predicted snow last week, but nothing happened. Why is winter weather so hard to predict? Winter weather proves to be quite a challenge for us forecasters. Models do a decent job in the spring, summer, and fall, but they get stumped with winter weather forecasting. Why? It's because there are other factors to take into consideration. Temperature plays an important factor in winter. The freezing line is a place in the atmosphere where temperatures reach the freezing point, or 32 degrees. In the summer, it's located tens of thousands of feet in the sky. In the fall, the freezing line lowers, and in the winter, it's quite low. Generally, systems producing rain move into the colder areas, and the precip mixes with or changes over to snow. Simple, right? Well, you'd think this would be a no-brainer when it comes to forecasting, but quite the contrary. The caveat is that the freezing line is never constant, and slices of the layers of the lower atmosphere may have different thermal profiles. Warm air punching in a couple of thousand feet off the surface makes a huge difference in precipitation type. Snow generated at 5,000 feet falling into a warmer layer just above the surface may be just enough to melt that snowflake and turn it into a raindrop. Sometimes this is a tricky scenario, and this is one reason the forecast changes quite a bit in winter. Another factor besides the temperature upstairs is the surface temperature. Using the previous example, a snowflake at 5,000 feet falls into a warm layer and melts. But if the surface temperature is back below freezing, then the liquid raindrops will freeze on impact creating a glaze of ice. 
If the warm layer is higher up, then the snowflake may melt and then try to refreeze as it falls into the colder air closer to the surface. In this scenario, the precipitation will fall as sleet. The snowflake turns into a raindrop, then the raindrop back into an ice pellet. On the other side of the coin, if the warm layer is at the surface, then snow generated upstairs may not have time to melt at all before reaching the ground. That's why it may be 35 or even 40 degrees at the surface, but we'll see snow. In rare cases, a dynamic system may provide enough instability that thunderstorms can develop. In winter, a lot of these storms can be hail producers. The reason is that the freezing line is very low, and any lift will propel the raindrops upward past the freezing line and create hail. Usually, the hail is small and non-destructive. However, in a very cold atmosphere, dynamic systems can create enough instability to make thunder snow. In this situation, a downpour of snow can accumulate quickly. It would be much easier to forecast wintry precipitation if the thermal profiles were more constant. Forecast models often change their solutions several times in winter as they try to take into account warm punches and fast-moving weather patterns. They're generally pretty accurate about 24 hours out from the event. Everything discussed so far happens when the surface temperatures are right around 32 degrees. Obviously, if surface temperatures were in the teens, then precipitation would be in the form of snow. A common myth is, quote, it's too cold to snow. Well, that has a small amount of validity for this reason. Colder air tends to be associated with high-pressure systems. Those high-pressure systems usually provide tranquil weather with colder temperatures since they come down from the Arctic. So in this case, a clear winter night can get mighty cold with little chance of it snowing. However, high pressure providing very cold temperatures can be penetrated by a strong low pressure system and shove moisture into the cold environment, and it could snow. It's hard to believe forecast model output five days in advance in winter. The weather patterns are fast-moving and can change in a matter of hours. So, when you hear someone forecasting a major snow event 10 days out, then don't believe them. The bus potential is way too great. But, if models start predicting a winter storm only 3 days out, then we raise our eyebrows and keep an eye on it. If the storm is big enough and confidence is high enough, then the National Weather Service will issue winter storm watches. It's then time to prepare for heavy snow, treacherous driving conditions, and possibly ice. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And that's exactly what we mean about that one or two degree temperature difference can make a world of snow or just nothing or whatever. So, you know, 
give us weather guys a break until it happens, and then we'll just move on to the next thing. <laughs> That's the best thing. Well, I think it's time now for the next segment, which is in other news. I've got a couple of things. Um, found out from, I think, James Spann, our, our wonderful Alabama TV meteorologist, that generally uh, the third most active month for tornadoes in Alabama is November. Uh, they've had no severe weather this year. So that should tell you something, which could be an influence of that jet stream rising, you know, because we had some stuff. I don't know. Uh, so I th thought that was interesting. And the other thing is a weak CME, a coronal mass ejection, uh, impacted the earth last night. Wait a minute. Yeah, it uh, impacted the earth. Uh, it did not cause a geomagnetic storm. Uh, but they did say a brief burst of auroras over Alaska might have been related to it. Uh, but just, you know, it just kind of happened and then it went on and it is done. So there you go. Now, I have a correction. Uh, I remembered last week we were talking about um, the meteor showers. Yeah, I think we were going through the meteor showers. And I said the Perseids uh, were in December because I thought, oh, yeah, that's the Perseids. I am wrong. Wait a minute. Oh. I am wrong. Yes, so it deserves a correction. The Perseids are actually in August, and the Geminids is what I was thinking. The Geminids, they peak on the 13th and 14th of December. Uh, so we'll talk more about that in a later later podcast. So, and you don't got anything, Corey? You've been working it's like you've been working nah. so hard. There's nothing. <laughs> I'm just so glad you're here. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's all I got. So are you ready for the next segment? Here we go. Get ready to get educated in Shara's Fun Facts. It's time for Shara's Fun Facts, and I just increased my heart rate about 20 beats a minute because I'm dancing like a fool over here on the chair. That was really fast. We're usually not to me yet. Yeah, well, you know, it's going to be a short podcast today. So, Shara. I'll try to fill some space. Yeah, so you got some fun facts or some facts. I am all over the place You are okay. with my facts tonight. All right, so, so what is and this I'm, week's? I'm sure some of them are repeats from last year, but. Well, nobody's going to remember last year right. or last month, so. I, I, I actually forgot to do this one last week. I missed it. Okay. So this one's going to be totally random. Uh, apple pie isn't actually American at all. So the next time you call something as American as apple pie, you might want to consider the fact that neither apple pies nor apples originally came from America. Oh, really? I always wonder why they say it's American as apple pie. Yeah. Apples are, in fact, uh, <coughs> native to Asia. And the first recorded recipe for apple pie was actually written in England. Really? So. Well, that's not fair. Well, well, well it's baseball. Baseball is American, right? Well, it could be from Zimbabwe. I mean, sure, I but. I like apple pie. Okay. All right. I'm going to skip those. I'm going to save those for another time. Okay. okay. <laughs> I did totally random facts. Actually, these are just facts. They're not random. These are facts about Missouri. Oh, okay. We're in Missouri. And if you're not in Missouri, I'm sorry. You're going to learn about Missouri. <laughs> okay. Missouri is known as the show me state. The show me state expression may have began in 1899 when Congressman Willard Duncan Vandiver stated, I'm from Missouri and you've got to show me. 
Interesting. I mean, I always took that as we got to see it to believe it. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. <clears throat> the first successful parachute jump to be made ever from a moving airplane was made by Captain Barry at St. Louis in 1912. Okay. Um, the most destructive tornado on record occurred in Annapolis, Missouri. In Missouri, Annapolis, Missouri. Missouri. Okay. Most destructive tornado on record. Wow. In three hours, it tore through the town on March 18, 1925, leaving a 980-foot-wide trail of demolished buildings, oh uprooted gosh. trees, and overturned cars. It left 823 people dead and almost 3,000 injured. Crazy. Wow. Okay. Um, at the St. Louis World's Fair in 1904, Richard, oh, he's alive. <laughs> Are you going to say they invented the uh, ice cream cone or the waffle? Are or you somewhere? stealing my facts? No, I just kind of thought that's where this was headed. <laughs> Why are you skipping ahead? Rude. I, I have no, I didn't look at your facts. Well, rude. <laughs> Why would you say it if you know I'm doing Missouri facts? Oh. Well, well there went my segment. I'm done. Okay. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one was not about ice cream. This is okay. the first guy that he served tea with ice because people were hot. Okay. Thus invented iced tea. Oh, okay. Now this where? Say it again. At the St. Louis World's Fair. Oh, okay. At the World's Fair. 1904. So many things invented at the St. Louis World's Fair. I mean, we're. I think there were. Cool here in Missouri. <laughs> yeah. But you should keep your mouth shut in case it's one of my fun facts. <laughs> Also at the St. Louis World's Fair in 1904, the ice cream cone was invented. Oh, my God. You'd never guess this one. <laughs> An ice cream vendor ran out of cups, and he asked a waffle vendor to help by rolling up waffles to hold the ice cream. How cool are we that we invented the waffle cone? In Does this, this was the World's Fair, too? Yeah. 1904. You're right, Corey. Everything was invented at the World's Fair. Back to sleep over there. Ruining my segment. (laughs) Nah. The state animal is. I did not know this. I didn't know we had a state animal. Oh yeah. State animal is the mule. That okay. That yeah. yeah, Stubborn. Yeah. Um, Warsaw, Missouri, Mm -hmm. holds the state record. Don't highest and lowest temperatures. (laughs) Okay, I quit. I don't even know why I'm doing it. We've had that one before. No, I, I, actually, we talked about that a couple of... No, you're right. You're right. I know I'm right. Well, I don't know why he's ruining my segment. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Reset. All right. Now you messed up my... Uh-oh. You I'm dropped your phone. <laughs> Near, you can take over. If you know so much. Just tell me everything you know about Missouri and I'll quit. Kansas City is known as the city of fountains. There's the only one other city in the world with more fountains, and that is Rome. Rome has more fountains? Than Kansas City. Than Kansas City, Missouri. Oh. Well, than Kansas City, right. Interesting. Her turn. Okay. Well, yeah, that was one of them. So okay. Thanks a lot. There you go. Okay. That I mean, wasn't one of them. Yeah, it was. Was it really? Awesome. No, I, I, I'm over here. Corey is not looking at her, <laughs> at your phone. Nope, and we don't discuss them ahead of time. That is wild. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and say the fact about Warsaw, because the rest of the world probably doesn't know. Okay, what is, what is it about Warsaw? It holds the state record 
for mm. the lowest temperature <laughs> of what, Corey? What's the lowest temperature? I don't know. Like negative 40 or something like that. I don't know. Negative 40 degrees. <laughs> On February thirteenth, nineteen. Don't clap for him. No, I'm not clapping. I just gave him a ding. Ruining my facts. <laughs> okay, but what's the highest? That's it was the... also the, holds the state record for the highest temperature recorded. Which was? Which was on July fourteenth, nineteen fifty four. Of. I don't have a clue. It's one twenty something. No. I thought no. it was one thirteen. One eighteen. One eighteen. Okay. Well, I was close. That's, uh, that's that's close. I think they should have probably. Looked into getting a new thermometer over there. Yeah. <laughs> Kansas City has more miles of boulevards than Paris and more fountains than any city except Rome. Wait. But you already knew that. Wait, boulevards meaning like residential streets? Is that like a boulevard? I'm not sure. See, I don't know what an avenue and a street and a boulevard. I, mean, I, I don't know. know. It's a boulevard, just so everybody knows. Okay. Is a street that is lined with trees. That is a boulevard. That's the definition of a boulevard. So if you really? live on a street called Boulevard, but there's no trees on it, then it's fake. Correct. So I'm sure there are several roads oh named God. Boulevard in Kansas City. Well, they oh, have more interesting. miles of boulevards than Paris. Okay. I had no idea. All right. uh, Kansas City also has more miles of freeway per capita than any metro area. That has more than 100 million residents. See, I thought that would compete with St. Louis. Because I lived in St. Louis, and there's tons of freeway. Well, actually, there's 270, and there's 170. Well, you know, that kind of makes sense. In 1889. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking out loud. Yeah, 70 (coughs) that runs through both Kansas City and St. Louis. Yeah. But I'm not really familiar with Kansas City. 50. 55? Does 55 run through St. Louis? Uh, fi- Barely, yeah. Yeah. Towards the eastern side. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you all got enough air time tonight. You're stealing mine. <laughs> you got Aunt tons. Jemima pancake flour uh-huh. was invented at St. Joseph, Missouri. Mm. It was the first self-rising the flour. the World's Fair? No. Oh. It was the first self-rising flour for pancakes and the first ready-mix food ever to be introduced commercially. You know, pancakes sound really good right now. I told her on the way over here, we need to stop at IHOP and get some pancakes. Oh. I was like, well, I think Randy's waiting on us, so we probably shouldn't stop and eat pancakes. Well, it's still open. It'll be open all night. Right. 24 hours. There you go. You can stop and this one we all know, but, you know, those of you (laughs) out there in Podland may not. (coughs) The tallest man in documented medical history was Robert Pershing Wadlow from St. Louis. You can see a... Wax figure of him, life size wax figure. Wow! Here in Branson at the Ripley's, believe it or not. Got my cord. Um, he was eight feet eleven point one inches tall. Eight eleven. Eight eleven. Oh my gosh! I, th- I was going to say like seven eleven or eight. Oh my gosh! You know, have you ever been and seen the big wax? I mean, that's massive, and no. like it tells everything about him. It tells his shoe size, which is you know as long as one of my arms. It's like- crazy. 28, yeah. No, I've seen pictures like in a book, but I haven't seen the actual wax he thing. He died really young, though, because like he, he actually had a condition that made him grow that large, and his body couldn't keep up. So he died in his 20s, didn't he? Oh, my gosh. So. Oh, my gosh. Um, the most powerful earthquake 
to strike the United States. Shush, Corey. <laughs> He's approaching the microphone. The most powerful earthquake to strike the United States. You would think happened in California. No, it occurred in 1811. 1812. Ah, 1811. I don't know Mine about says that. 1811. Oh. Centered in New Madrid, Missouri. Yeah, New Madrid. Yeah, the New Madrid Fault. The quake shook more than one million square miles and was felt as far as a thousand miles away. I believe that because I know there was a biggie out there. Most powerful in the United States. Wow. And you know what? It's going to happen again. All the geologists say is, but we don't know when. But People it's going to happen. People wonder why again. we're feeling all these earthquakes around here. It's just, just it's just set tiny. up. I don't know. What'd you find, Corey? Corey's over there talking to Siri. There were a series of them oh. from 1811 and 1812. We had lots of earthquakes. The first happened December 16th, 1811. Thank you. Yes. My facts were correct. I do my own research. <laughs> okay. But it, it, it lingered into... They but, had several that happened after that, probably. Well, yeah, like aftershocks, I'm sure. Two adiv- two similar earthquakes of the of the of similar magnitude followed in January and February of eighteen twelve. So there were three. Or but four. the largest well, the, was the, in eighteen. Usually the first one is like the biggie. But yeah, I mean it would make sense. Seriously, it would it makes sense. You get the big one and then you have the other ones just kinda going As after they that. Settle back down. Yep. Interesting. Anheuser Busch Brewery <coughs> in St. Louis, Missouri is the largest beer-producing plant in the nation. Uh, okay. During Abraham Lincoln's campaign for presidency, there was a, uh, not to use the words they use, a devout Democrat named Valentine Tapley from Pike County, Missouri. He swore he would never shave again if <laughs> Abe Lincoln was elected. Oh, well, as we all know, Abe Lincoln was elected. <laughs> Tapley kept his word, and his chin whiskers went unshorn from November 1860 until he died in 1910, <gasps> attaining a length of 12 feet 6 inches. No, he didn't shave it. He didn't, didn't do it. didn't shave it. 12 feet. Oh. Like, you'd have to, like, wrap it up in a bun or something to be able to walk around. Oh, well. I also did not know this, but I'm sure Corey did. <laughs> President Harry S. Truman was born uh-huh. in Lamar, Missouri in 1884. Lamar, that's not too far from here. How did you not know that? Because I don't remember everything I ever learned in history, honey. You can visit the birthplace. You can go there right now. But well, see, but see right here's now. the difference. Corey's the historian. Yeah, he loves history. Yeah. Like, you can he also studies visit history. the, the uh, grave of Wyatt Earp's wife in Lamar. They lived in uh, Lamar for a time. She died there. I didn't bring up all the Laura Ingalls Wilder facts, but yeah, we all know she was from Missouri too. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> There's nice. a lot of people from Missouri. There's a lot of famous people. That could be a whole fun fact. That it's, that could be. Like I could hold, be do a whole podcast on where all the famous people. Where was Mickey Mouse first first created? Okay, see, like that's what I'm saying. In Missouri. Where was Mickey Mouse first created? I don't know. Somewhere in Missouri. Kansas City. Really? I, don't I didn't know. know it was Kansas City. I just knew it was Missouri. I just knew Walt was from Missouri. Yeah. Huh. Missouri was named after a tribe called the Missouri Indians. Oh, I should know this. Okay. Meaning, town of the large canoes. 
I don't know why we were town of large canoes, but yeah, you know, got a lot of little lakes and canoes and crap. The Missouri River, yeah. And I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not. Oh, but there's a town situated within a day's drive of fifty percent of the U.S. population. Fifty percent of the U.S. population can get to this town in one day. Yes, but depending on how old <laughs> your fact is. <laughs> It's probably pretty old because I'm a reading A new them. town has recently been named this town. Oh? Within the past week or so. Who? Wait, in the past week? I'll have to do some research. Branson and the Tri-Lakes area. Okay. Serves up to 65,000 visitors daily. At least not it all, used to, not yeah. All year. Yeah, yeah. Branson has been a rubber tire destination with the vast majority of tourists arriving by vehicle. RV and <laughs> Trust <tour bus>. me. <laughs> Branson has also become one of the America's top motor coach vacation destinations, except until COVID. Um, right, right. With an estimated 4,000 buses arriving each year. Oh, and yeah. No, I COVID. believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I worked at Shoji's. We would have anywhere from Corey 35 to, to 40 buses Oh, yeah. When he worked show. for Yakov, I mean, that whole parking lot would be just buses. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he worked for another theater where he had to greet the buses. I had to greet him at Yakov, too. Oh, yeah. Right. I but I mean, show you're geez, talking yeah. like 30 buses, and each one has to have a person from the theater go out oh, and yeah. greet them. Oh, yeah. That, because that was the thing back then. Mm-hmm. Now you walk on there to have all their masks like, get away! Right. <laughs> if they're <laughs> yeah. even coming. Most right. of them are just not getting well, on well, the buses. Well, you know, we, our theater, the Hughes Brothers, still packing still in the buses. Still packing. I mean, not 30, but I mean, yeah, we've been having some buses, so... We're slowly getting back to normal. If we just keep Omicron, we we won't talk about that. But yeah. Anyway, so that was that was Branson. Was that that was Branson? Okay. Is there a new town you're thinking, Corey? Well, tell me what 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 was the uh, statistic on that? Branson is what exactly? The it's within a day's drive of fifty percent of the population. Okay, I I had it wrong. Um. Which is why people come here. Like you can get here fairly easily by car. You don't have to. Yeah, by fifty percent of the whole population, you can when, get here. In when a day. gas prices skyrocketed years ago, what was that? Two thousand eight. When they went up over four dollars, yeah. we actually profited from that. More people started coming to Branson from close proximities. Oh, that's right. Like people right here in our own little four state area yeah, start coming the, the here because locals, right, it was an yeah. easy drive. They didn't have to sure. fly. They didn't have to drive across country. So that makes sense. The Census Bureau just named Hartville, Missouri, a tiny town in Wright County, Missouri with 613 residents as the center of the population in Okay, America. the actual center of the pot. So yeah. I, say, I didn't say there was a center. We're just right. within a day's right. drive yeah, of 50% yeah, of the population. Yeah, you guys are talking about different things. We talk about Hartville things. a lot. Yeah. You know, I, I see Hartville on our severe weather warning sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Wright County, which is So to they're our, like the center of the U.S.? The, not the center. Well, the center of the population. See what I'm saying? You have yeah, just it, as many on the right as you do on the left. It's like the difference oh, okay. between median and average. You know, they're right. not quite the same. Yeah. Why did I just think of that analogy? <laughs> but that, no, I understood. It's like, yeah, the population is in the, wow, Hartville, Hartville. of all places. Yeah. How weird. I mean, is there anything to do once they get there? <laughs> No. 613 people. Go to the gas station and maybe the U.S. Census Bureau has been identifying a center of population 
every 10 years since its first mm-hmm. survey in 1790. Back then, the U.S. population uh, center was just west of Baltimore, Maryland. What? In 1790. What? Oh, in 1790. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, okay. I missed that part. I was like, what? This is way over there on the coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 17. Okay, now that, that makes sense because there wasn't we any. We didn't exist any further. In right. 1820, it was in West Virginia. <laughs> in 1920, it, it was in Western Indiana. So it's moving, yeah, moving west. That's before everybody really started settling on the West Coast. Since 1980, the popu- the population center has been in Missouri, uh-huh. where it started near St. Louis before moving further into rural areas. Okay. See, that's what I knew. It's like, I knew it was in Missouri, but it was Hartville? My gosh. Because yeah. Wright County isn't that far from here. No. You know, we should take a storm dart trip up there and say, I'm all for it. We are We've in, been in the, the center of the, the population. The center of the population. Dead center. Dead center. Yes. We should do that. That's I wonder amazing. if they have like a stone on the ground you can stand on. You know, like those states. We'll make one. You're they in should. this state. They you're should. in this state. They should be like, if you stand right here. Yeah. No. You are dead center and, of the U.S. And, population. And, and, and put the year at the top. Right. And put storm dart weather at the bottom. <laughs> we have our logo. We'll I like it. it. Yeah, we'll just put it so people will say storm dry weather. What's that? And then we'll go. Well, actually, dot com. And then they'll go to our website. And then uh, we'll have our people call their people. Yeah, yeah. All the people will be talking to other people. Yeah. <laughs> well, unless Corey wants to add any facts that he knows, I'm yeah. done. You're done. Well, I got to tell you, I didn't realize you sent this to me, Corey and Sharon too, because uh, my phone's on silent, but. Okay, now is it? This is from where the national. Oh, this is from the the showboat Branson Bell. Okay. What? <laughs> ne- never mind. Yeah. I, for some reason, I didn't that look at where the source. That wasn't supposed to be aired. I okay. Don't think. Okay. So you know what? I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> I was getting ready to say, "Oh my gosh, you sent me that," and then I realized I said it out loud. I just I just saw the what the source is like. No. no. So. You got anything to add? <laughs> that came from the slammer. The sla- oh gosh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to put that in file thirteen. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week, and it's time for the storm door weather weather word of the week. And I told Shara, do not look at it until now because we want to laugh at her. So, <laughs> so we try to say it. So Shara. What is this week's stormed our weather weather word of the week? <laughs> I got my fingers on the applause and the buzzer. <laughs> You're gonna be buzzing me. <laughs> Do you need help? A geostrophic. Strophic. <laughs> Strophic. Wow. Please. One syllable. I'm gonna give you that a geostrophic. One yeah. Vowel. A geostrophic yeah. wind. Wow. A geostrophic wind. A geostrophic wind. wind, yes. A wind that is not in geostrophic balance. <laughs> and a geostrophic wind will have vertical motions. Short waves and jet streaks cause a geostrophic flow. Right. Sometimes the definition is harder to read than the word. Well, that's true. What was that last week? <laughs> that weird there, was, word. there was harder words in the definition <laughs> than the regular word. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> oh my gosh, you get me laughing so hard. Yeah, a geostrophic <laughs> wind. Uh, 
Yeah, anytime you get a jet streak or a low-pressure system coming stirring up the atmosphere, most of the wind travels linearly from you know either west to east, or if you're in the Gulf, it'll travel from south to north or whatever. But it's usually on a quasi-level plane, uh, which is called geostrophic. So if it's 3,000 feet up in the Gulf, it will generally keep traveling uh, to the north into our area at about 3,000 feet. Um, but when you get a low pressure system or a jet street cutting into that, it will cause the wind flow to go upward because it really can't go down. I mean, it can go down, but it can't go down very, very much or it'll hit the earth. Uh, so that's called ageostrophic. So, yeah, okay, I'm impressed. You kind of said it. <laughs> <laughs> One little O messed me up. Yeah, you know, could have went either way. Well, here's the cool thing: is I found a new site for weather words. Oh, goodness. oh, because I was trying to figure. It's like, what are these really hard, unusual weather words that I can get? So, well, hey, good podcast. We almost got an hour. That's that's pretty good. Um, looks like we're gonna have a tranquil week. Absolutely tranquil. Uh, December is showing up soon, which will be what we consider December first will be called. Corey? Meteorological winter. Oh, yes. Meteorological winter. We will be going into the winter. And that's when? Wednesday? Wednesday? Yeah. Actual yeah. winter usually falls on our child's birthday. Yeah, that's around 22nd December around there. December 21st. Yeah, 21st, 22nd. My daughter asked me today, she's like, Mom, if I was born, she's born December 11th. She's like, if I was born December 1st, would you have named me December Okay. I don't know where that came from, but I was like, uh, no. You should have said, no, darling. Well, we were going to name you Meteorological Winter. <laughs> right? <laughs> or MW for short. <laughs> or No More Hurricanes. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's right. The yeah. official end. It doesn't mean it's going to end, but the official yeah. end. It is... got quiet, though, didn't it? Boy, it is. You know, and I've got to be honest with you. I, I did not even check the tropics. I just assumed. I said, yeah, there's nothing so going on. So you guys on. use the word quiet in, in weather? That's not a word that's allowed in our vocabulary in my line of work. Oh, that's right. You told us. Like, if it says quiet, then everybody starts freaking out. We don't out. use that word ever. What, what was that? Because that means something is going to happen. Oh, like, yeah, it's all going down. <laughs> Someone walks up to our desk, and you're all sitting there typing, and everybody's calmly sleeping, and they're like, man, it's quiet out here. There's like you give him the death glare. You're like, I am calling you when everything goes nuts. <laughs> just breaks loose. Okay. Well, for me, it's going to be some disc golf weather this week. Uh, Corey, you're going to be working all this week. Are you going to go kayaking tomorrow? No. Okay. <laughs> Finish up Not Christmas shopping is what I got. Oh, do. that's right. Yeah, because we're going to get in the Christmas. We're after Thanksgiving, so the pool is closed. So Sherry can't go to the pool. I don't want to. It's pretty cold out yeah, there. It is. Well, it's going to be pretty cold. Yeah, so 70s for Thursday and Friday, then back to, you know, typical. I mean, the average now is about 50, so we're going downhill. So temperatures are st- high temperatures are still going to be above average on over the weekend, but not quite as much as they normally do. All right. You got anything else to add? Nope. How about you, Shara? I'm out. You're out. 
All right, well, I think it's about time to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.